What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of After Hours. I'm coming at you with a new microphone today, so hopefully it sounds much better. It's really fun because I can, like, sit here and... Well, okay, so I'm going to give you a little rundown of my last microphone. I got it off of Amazon. It was, like, 30 bucks because I just didn't feel like spending that much on a mic when I didn't know anything about it. And I thought I would be able to hook it into my computer, my laptop, which is a MacBook, um, and apparently MacBooks are really dumb and 99% of external microphones don't work with it. So I plugged it in, it didn't work, I was heartbroken, and then I um, googled it and did some research, research and it said in most places that I had to get an adapter, so I went on to Amazon again, spent $15 on, $15 on a very little dinky cord. And it still didn't work, so then I just ended up having to plug it into my phone with a little dongle, and then using it like that, but every time I would do that, it would make awful noises, like a weird like clicking in the background, and sometimes the audio would just completely cut out. So in order to film, I would have to film in like each segment I would talk about, it would be like five minutes long or something, and I would film each individually. And then go back and listen to each part and make sure the audio didn't screw up so badly that I'd have to re-record it. It was just a whole process that was pretty annoying. But now I have this nice USB microphone that plugs right into my computer. It even has like a name on it. My last microphone didn't even have a name. It looked like I got it from the dollar store. So I'm very excited. I'm just sitting here holding my microphone having a great time. And yeah, we're going to go ahead and get into this episode. I cannot wait. So I want to start just by giving a little recap, as I always do. I just looked at my phone to check the time. It's 9-11. Chase and I have always seen looked at the clock when it was 9-11. It's like a little thing since our freshman year of high school. Um, so yeah, let's get into a little recap of my week. So on, what day is it today? Today is Monday. A week ago today, we left for the beach. It was me, um, sorry, I need to turn my thing off. What's it called? What's that thing called? Oh, ringer. Sorry, I'm just, okay. Anyways, um, we left for the beach. We went to Chincoteague, Virginia. It was me, Chase, my mom, my sister, my niece, my grandmother, and my grandmother's sister. It was very nice. I thought it would, like, feel like it took us a really long time to get down there, but it did not, which was fun. Um, it was so pretty there, and I liked it a lot. We usually just go to, like, Ocean City, um, but with COVID and stuff, we were like, that's probably not a good idea because the boardwalk is there and people just don't really care, um, or people act like it's fake. And in Virginia, it was so nice. Everyone was like, you could tell, you could tell they just cared and they were, everyone was wearing their masks, like, Social distancing, it just seemed very safe. The beach wasn't even that crowded, um, which was nice. But yeah, it was so amazing. Um, we were there from Monday to Friday. And we didn't really do much. We just went to the beach during the day, came back, hung out. Sometimes we'd get dinner. Um, but we just like hung out in the room because we didn't want to go out and do stuff. Because of COVID. And there's not really much to do anyways. But the mosquitoes there, let me tell you, oh my god. It was like, 
Well, it's like, I don't know if it's a swamp. I don't know. It's just like tall grasses and water everywhere. So mosquitoes like have their babies there, lay their eggs and stuff. So there was just like literally thousands. My sister Chase and I would go on walks at night and we would be surrounded by them and it was so awful. And also there's biting flies there, but hey, I'd rather be bit by mosquitoes than get COVID-19. So that's that. On the note of COVID-19, please stay home. Please wear your mask. Wash your hands. It is still very real and I'm getting very um, annoyed because everyone's acting like it's not. Which is so funny to me because it's worse than it ever was. Yeah, people are going out, hanging out with their friends, partying, doing all of this, and just not caring. And it's really frustrating because it's sort of like being in school doing a group project, project and if one person doesn't do their part, everyone fails. That's exactly what this is. If you don't do your part, everyone gets held back. It's literally a team sport here. We all have to be in this together, and we're not, because half of you are so selfish that you just can't, you're like, oh, it's not going to kill me, okay, but it will kill people, it's killed 160,000 people in this country so far, so, duh, and I also, like, am hearing people say, oh, well, I can't stay, I, ha- I can't be by myself, you can, though, you can, or just have one person you hang out with. and make sure they don't hang out around a lot of other people, or wear your mask when you hang out, like, There are so many options and you're just choosing not to do it, so you suck for that. But, like, it's also interesting to me because these, like, people that act like they care about every other current event happening in the world and then they turn around and do all this. Like, they act like they care about, I don't know how to explain this. Yeah, so they act like they care about every current event that's taking people's lives and that's just killing innocent people, and then turn around and contribute to innocent people dying from a preventable, like, thing. It's This is preventable if you just stay home. It would prevent a lot of people dying, and they just don't care, and that's, like, the most frustrating part. It's just, like, one preventable death is too many, we're at 166,000, and... The president doesn't even care, so why would anyone else? It's that kind of thing. But you should care, so please stay home and just please be a decent human being. You should not have to be convinced to care about other people, and you should not have to be convinced to care about something that's not affecting you. So, there you have it. On a later note, I finished reading this book um, at the beach that I started a while ago because I just go through these phases where I want to read and phases where I really don't. And it's called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. I think that, oh my god, I'm about to sneeze. It passed. Did it though? I don't know. My allergies are really bad right now, so that's why I'm still stuffy. I don't know what to do to solve them. I feel like I'm about to sneeze. Passed again. Oh my god. Whatever. So back to that. The Four Agreements. It is literally the most life-changing book I've ever read. It's just telling you how humans have been domesticated over time and reprogrammed our minds to be the way they are and it's kind of scary. So I'm going to read you the four different agreements that this book talks about. The first one is to be impeccable with your word. That just kind of explains how humans can use our word and 
like what we say for black magic or for white magic, which is pretty much like manifestation. You can make your world be whatever you want it to be, and whatever you speak into existence will be there. If you say really awful things about people, it will affect them for a very long time and pretty much put a spell on them. If you say bad things about yourself, it'll do the same. But if you say good things, it'll make yourself believe it. Like, for example, someone calling themselves stupid. They will then blame everything on them being stupid well, and make excuses for it. Um, and in the book, it gave an example of a little girl was singing. Her mom just got home from work. She had a really bad headache. And her mom said, like, shut up. Your voice, like, doesn't sound good. And this little girl didn't sing for the rest of her life because it made her so insecure. And, like, that one moment just stuck with her. Um... And eventually you just learn to outgrow these agreements that you've made with yourself and you make new ones. So if you feel like you're stupid, you make a new agreement that you're smart. Um, but yeah, be impeccable with your word. Just realize the power that your word has and use it for good and for love instead of for evil. Um, the next one is don't take anything too personal. This is one that I've been living by for a while without, like before even reading this. And it's pretty much just saying, like, everyone has, everything someone does is a projection of themselves. It's never about you. Like, never take anything personal because it truly is never about you. Um, sorry, my nose is so clogged that I'm trying to fix it, but I can't. I did flow nase. I think I just said that. Whatever. Um, yeah. I don't really know what else to say about that one. Just don't take things too personal and realize that everything people do is about them not about you and like you already know your worth so you don't need someone else to tell it to you um the third one is don't make assumptions that's pretty self-explanatory you just can't make assumptions because you really do, you don't know what someone's intentions are um so just don't jump to conclusions don't make assumptions stuff like that Sorry, my niece interrupted me. I don't know if you could tell. But anyways, the last one is always do your best. Um, even if you are waking up and you have a bad day, obviously your best on that day is going to be different than your best on a really good day. But still do your best. And, like, that's the most important part. As long as you're doing your best, that's all that matters because that's all you can do. And it did make a very good point not to do more than your best because you'll overwork yourself and then you'll just burn out. Do your best. Be consistent. And then also at the end of the book, it talks about three different ways that you can make these new agreements and try to turn your life around, um, which I'm not going to get too much into because it's complicated. But I definitely recommend you just get this book. Check it out. I'm literally recommending it to every single person I know. It's so necessary and so good. It will literally turn your entire life around. Um, so yeah, the next part I'm going to get into is the question part that I love to do. So let's go look at the questions that have been sent in. Oh, I read these already. <laughs> so the first one says, thoughts on the song Go By Baby," And I honestly listened to it and I really didn't like it. I don't know why. Off of his new album, I only like three songs, People, No Dribble, and TLC. I also haven't really listened to the whole album, but I did look at these questions before, and I did listen to the song Go, and I did not like it. Um, I don't know why. I like the beat to it, but that was about it. Um, moving on. This one's pretty deep. 
It says, okay, so here's a toughie for a youngster like you. What do you do if, after 42 years of marriage, you find yourself falling out of love with that person? So, I'm going to start by saying, I don't know. <laughs> I will give my best, up, like, guess, but I've never been... This is, like, you've been married for twice my age, literally more, um, so I don't have that much of an insight. The longest relationship I was ever in was, like, two and a half years, and I don't really believe in asking people for advice on things that they haven't experienced because I'm not an expert and I don't have much advice to give, but I can do my best, and falling out of love with someone is never easy. Because you do feel guilty for it. But at the end of the day, you just have to remember you are not obligated to give any of your time to any person. And especially with relationships, you at the end of the day, you're just spending enjoying your time with that person. You don't owe them anything at all. Like, you're just enjoying your life and you guys decided to get married. But people also decide to get a divorce. And that's okay because at the end of the day, you are your own person. You're not obligated to spend your life with anyone that you don't want to. Especially because it's your life. Like, why waste time being unhappy just to please someone else? They'll get over it, I promise. You're not obligated to devote your time to any single person. Besides yourself. Um, but that's about all I can give to you. Just do what makes you happy. Follow your heart. Don't stay in a relationship that you don't want to be in because you've been together for a while and because it's comfortable. Do what's best for you because also it'll be what's best for the other person in the end because if you're falling out of love with them, you can't give them the love that they deserve anymore. So it's just a lose-lose for both of you if you stay in that relationship. But that's just my thoughts. And then this question says, thoughts on Ramon Russell's leadership in the Middle Eastern crisis? I looked this up for a while and I think they're like joking with me. It's probably just some idiot from my high school. If it's not an idiot from my high school and this is a genuine question, I apologize. Please, like, DM me or something. But I Google this because, once again, I don't speak on topics I don't know anything about. And I feel like if this was a person trying to get me, they thought I would just talk out of my ass. I don't do that. If I don't know something, I don't talk about it. Um, And I don't know who Ramon Russell is, but I looked his affiliation up with the Middle East and nothing came up besides the fact that he's, like, a something to do with basketball and I don't know about basketball so I don't know about him so I'm not answering that question because if it is a real question I don't know anything about it so I apologize but if this is a true question and you wrote it please let me know and I will look into it because I want to learn more but otherwise I think it's fake and I think it's just someone thinking they're funny but in reality you're not funny <laughs> Okay, next I'm going to talk about chakras because I've seen some people posting about chakras like saying how to know if your third eye chakra is out of balance and how to balance it in five minutes. And that's dangerous and let me tell you why. So you have all of these chakras starting at your root, root, <laughs> starting at your root, jeez, and going up to your crown chakra. Let me see if I can walk you through all of them. So you have your root chakra, which is at the base of your spine, your sacral, your heart, your throat. Okay, so I'm up to here. I don't know. Let me look it up. You have your third eye and your crown. I'm just trying. I feel like I'm missing. Oh, solar plexus. I missed I miss that. But let me just look it up quick to get it all up here. 
I have a thing on my thing right there. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Root, sacral, solar plexus, heart, throat, third eye, crown. I think that's right, but let me just look it up again. I have a... Sorry, I just realized how awful I explained, I explained that. I have a tapestry on my wall of all the chakras. It just doesn't have the names written out on it. But sometimes I just need to see the number. So I just pulled it up. It's the root chakra. The It says second, but it doesn't give me a name. Root, sacral, solar plexus, heart, throat, third eye, crown. I was correct. So, something with chakras is you need to start with, by balancing your lower three, and you should definitely just start with your root. Like, you cannot bounce around between the chakras because you need, it's sort of like building a house on an uneven foundation. You can't do it. Your root chakra deals with, like, um, past traumas and healing from that, doing a lot of shadow work and light work, which is what I've been doing. I've been on my root chakra since March, like, they take months to balance out, and it's different for every person. You'll know. Like, I don't... This is my first chakra I'm working on, so I've never transitioned yet. But I'm not pressuring it. Like, I just know that I will know when it's time for me to move on to my sacral. But if you work on... Like, for example, say you haven't balanced or worked on your root, your sacral, or your solar plexus, and you go straight into working on your throat chakra or your third eye... It will severely screw you over. I follow a woman on, I almost said Tinder, Twitter. Her name is Mani. Um, her Twitter handle is Melanated Mama. She is amazing. She, I think she's an astrologer, like a Reiki, everything. She, she just is amazing. She delivers messages from spirit, and it's very good, and she talked more about this and her experience with, um, opening her third eye before it was ready it just gets overactivated and it can really send you into a deep depressive state you don't understand what's going on you don't feel yourself you're having very wild lucid dreams it's different for everyone but it really is just so important to start with your root chakra and work your way up because like I said you can't build a house on an uneven foundation um and it will really cause these awful side effects because your other chakras are overactive and you didn't balance your first three. I am no expert on this though. I'm just trying to give my insight of what I do know because it is dangerous to overactivate or underactivate your chakras in the wrong order. So um, yeah, I definitely just recommend doing your research too. I just got some crystals the other day. Um, because it's really good to meditate with crystals, and each crystal is for a different chakra. Like, the darker crystals up to red is for your root, and then all the way up through the rainbow. Orange is your sacral, yellow is your solar plexus, green is your heart, blue is your throat, purple is your third eye, and, like, a magenta fuchsia color is your crown. So, yeah. It's just very important to make sure you're doing it right because the spirit world is not something you want to mess with and people really underestimate it and you just can't do it. Speaking of spirits, I have just like sort of had an epiphany lately. Like, I don't know. I, I forget what I was listening to, but I heard someone talking about getting revenge on someone 
And I just kind of sat back and I was like, wow, I don't like, I don't feel that way anymore. I used to always want, not necessarily revenge, but I was just bitter on people that I felt did me wrong. And I've come to a point in my life where I have just realized like, that's on you. It wasn't, like I said, in the four agreements, don't take anything personally. I've realized people screwing me over, it wasn't because of me, because I've come to the conclusion that I'm a pretty cool person, and if you F me over, that that's on you. But, um, what was I talking about? Oh, right. I just know, like, whether it be my ancestors, my spirit guide, or if it's just my grandpa, I have a lot of energy behind me. And the last thing you want to do is screw over a person that has ties to the spiritual world because their spirits will come for you. Like, literally come for you. So many people have gotten their karma for messing with me and I'm just sitting back like, good luck. <laughs> and it's just like, I don't know what to tell you, bro. You can't go through life screwing over good people and expect nothing to, like, come back and bite you in the ass. That's not how it works. Did my mouth just make a really weird noise when I swallowed? It sounded very loud to me whatever. But yeah, like everything will come back and get you. Karma is so, so real. Like, I don't, I don't want to get too into it because it is like more personal. It's just not my business to tell anymore what happened to the people that screwed me over because at this point that's their story, that's their life. And I'm not going to get into it, but just know they got their karma. They're still getting their karma and they probably will be for a while. Until they show um, my grandpa or my ancestors or whoever that they learn their lesson. But they'll get it. Don't worry. And I recommend you do the same thing. Like, get in touch with your spirit guides, your ancestors, your whoever that has passed on. And you'll be set. Seriously, you'll be good. I just shared something on my Instagram um, last night that I want to read. It's a quote from the book I was reading. And it says, we must forgive those who feel we have wronged. Oh. I just screwed it up. We must forgive those we feel have wronged us, not because they deserve to be forgiven, but because we love ourselves so much, we don't want to keep paying for the injustice. And it is so, so true. Like, as humans, we will make a mistake or we will go through something and we'll think we heal from it. And then every time that person's name is mentioned or it's brought up or you think about it, you punish yourself all over again and you feel these things all over again. So you just have to truly forgive yourself and forgive others because otherwise you will never be on and you will never move on and you will literally be trapped in hell. Um, and that's much easier said than done, but it's definitely something to work on. It's very important to work on. And I just thought that was a really good quote. But yeah, that was from the four agreements. You need to read it. And speaking of just all things fun. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Virgo season's coming up, baby. When did it start? Let me look it up. So yeah, with Virgo season coming up, you want to clean your space, make everything organized, and like just feel good because otherwise your mind will be cluttered and you cannot have a cluttered mind during Virgo season. When does... My sister's a Virgo. Her birthday is September 17th. I typed in Virgo. Oh, speaking of Bergs, I tried to go vegan. I'm still trying. I can't... Oh, wait. Virgo season starts August 22nd and lasts until September 22nd. Fun. 
Um, anyways, yeah, I'm trying to go vegan. I told myself I could just cut cold turkey, and then I'm like, who do I think I am? So, I'm just easing my way into it. Yesterday, I went to the grocery store, and I got myself some tofu, some Impossible Burgers, some vegan cheese, a whole bunch of stuff, and I'm just going to play around with it. After this, I finish recording, I'm going to go make myself a nice peanut butter banana smoothie. Is peanut butter vegan? Who knows? Because butter isn't. But I have this powder, so I don't know, I'll just have to look into it. <laughs> That's going to be a hard part, is like figuring out what stuff is dairy-free. But it's going to be a fun process, and I'm excited. <laughs> Another thing I'm doing this week is I'm being a guest on a podcast, and I'm very excited for that. Um, it's called Guys Are Crazy, and it's pretty much just about fem- feminism and sexism, in, like, today. What I think, that was my dog shaking her collar. What I think of it, it's just gonna be, like, a little interview. I will let you guys know when it's uploaded and stuff. I'll post it on my Instagram, probably, but I'm very excited. It's my first time being a guest on a podcast. It's two very sweet girls, and I'm a little nervous, but mainly just excited. Um, because they seem to know what they're talking about, and I think it's just going to be a really good conversation, and I'm always looking for a good conversation. Something else that I wanted to talk about, I'm sure everyone has seen it, the little boy Cannon that was killed, I believe he was five. Um, it's, let, let me just, let's get into it a little bit. So, he was a little five-year-old boy, and he was shot and killed. I don't know when. Um, but people are really turning this into a, like, oh, you protested for Breonna Taylor and George Floyd, where's the protest for this? So, let me give you a little rundown on the situation. He was a little white boy, and of course, everyone is bringing this up, so I have to killed by a black man, I think he was five, and, um, within 24 hours, his killer was found, arrested, charged with first-degree murder, and posted with no bail. So he's in jail for the rest of his life. People started a hashtag called Justice Justice for for Cannon, and are also saying, like, his life mattered, and where's the protests? And I've gotten into several different conversations with people about this, because here's the thing some animals in my room. Sorry, if you hear weird noises, it's my kitten and my dog playing. Um, but yeah, here's the thing. He got his justice. What justice are you demanding when you use the hashtag justice for canon? No one's saying this isn't sad, dude. This is heartbreaking and evil and atrocious, and this man is locked up for the rest of his life as he should be. But he got his justice. This man is in prison for the rest, the rest of his life. Like, when we protest for Breonna Taylor and all, and George Floyd and Tamir Rice, Trayvon Martin, Eric Garner, Alton Sterling, like, everyone, it's because they get swept under the rug. They get killed by police, and no one talks about it. They don't get their justice years later. And, uh, I don't even know, dude. Sorry, I forgot to turn my radio off again. And we protest to raise awareness and to get the attention of the people that are higher up that can make a huge difference and get these people arrested. And we protest to get their names out there, bro. To raise awareness, to make change happen. What do you want us to protest? His killer was arrested. 
You want us to protest the fact that a black man killed him and you're mad? Like, just admit that you are racist and move on. Stop using this little boy's death as a ploy for your racist narrative. Stop using this little boy's death to take away from Black Lives Matter. It's gross, and it's so obvious, and I think his parents even came out to say, like, just chill out, everyone. And, I don't know, there's stories circulating of the situation, whether or not this boy's dad was on drugs, and this guy came over to do drugs earlier. I don't know about it, so I'm not going to say anything, but... I just, like, let this boy rest in peace, let his family mourn, and stop using him as, like, a fuel to be racist, because the guy that killed him wasn't a police officer. The guy that killed him didn't abuse his power. The guy that killed him got arrested, and the guy that killed him didn't do this because this kid was white. This is what happens to all of these black people that are being killed. They're killed by police officers abusing their power. They're killed. It's racially motivated. Then they have qualified immunity. These officers still have a job. Then they're never arrested or they never have to deal with the consequences. That is why we protest because it's racially motivated, because it's an abuse of power, and then because nothing happens and then they act like these people never existed to begin with. That's why we protest. Because the system protects them. Not because they die. We don't protest to bring them back, bro. It's not going to bring them back as much as we wish it could. We protest to prevent things like this from happening again and to get them justice. No one isn't sad about this kid dying. Everyone is so sad. This is awful, dude. It's a tragedy. But stop trying to say we're at the protest. Stop, stop all that. Just stop. It's not making sense. You're just doing that because it was a white boy killed by a black man. And you're racist. And it's showing. I literally just had an argument with a girl from my hometown about this. She posted it. People commented on it. She deleted it. She deleted all of the comments because she knew we were right. So then I messaged her. And she really had the nerve to say, I'm a college athlete. That's why I deleted it. I can't have bullshit on my page. Um, So leave me alone and mind your business or something. And I said... You're a college athlete. If you don't want bullshit on your page, maybe don't post it. All we were doing was trying to educate you on how racist you're being. You think colleges don't like that? Colleges really don't like their students being racist, especially their athletes. So I suggest you do some educating, sister. Educate yourself and try to be a decent human being before your school finds out the racial bias that you have. This girl's dog's name is literally the N-word. This is the type of town I came from, bro. Like, I need to get out of here. This is how people are here. I know several people from my high school who named their dogs the N-word and thought it was funny because they think racism is a funny joke. It's disgusting. So yeah, I sent that message to her and I think she got the point because she deleted the post. But it's just like, dude, I, this isn't about you. Don't sit here and tell me to leave you alone. No. Stop being racist. Then you'll get left alone. But, ugh. People just really suck. Well, I'm already 31 minutes in. Um, yeah, so I had to go to the dentist this week. I made an appointment. Today's Monday. I have to go Wednesday. I'm not happy about it. I really hate the dentist just because I've had a lot of stuff done to my teeth. 
when I was little, I fell in the bathtub and smacked my head off the floor of the bathtub. And that abscessed my two front teeth, so I had to get them pulled, and then it affected my ones that grew in after that. It took several years for them to even grow in. And when it's like your two front teeth, and it's my right one, it grew in, but had like it was like pretty much dead from my baby tooth going up and smacking it when I was little. So then I had to get braces, and then after that, I had to get it. It's like a fake tooth, sort of a crown I think it's called put on it because that tooth was shorter and it was also like brown because it was just dead um when I had my sorry I'm going like smiling looking at my teeth I had like a surgery on my gum I had braces for four years it was just a lot I've had a lot of stuff done to my teeth and I'm sick of it I got it bonded several times so I just hate the dentist and now I think I have a cavity which is not fun and I'm not happy and I'm sad I've had one cavity, but it was so little that all they had to do was spray it with, like, water and it was fine. So, I'm hoping that's what this is because it's, like, I looked it up, like, pictures of cavities because I was having an anxiety attack. <laughs> Not really. I wasn't having an actual one, but I was very anxious about it because I hate the dentist. And, yeah, and it just doesn't look like the pictures that were showing up. It's just, like, a little mark on my tooth. So I'm hoping, I don't know, I'm hoping it won't be bad because I'm scared. But I made the big girl decision and made a dentist appointment. Even though that makes me nervous during COVID just to have my whole mouth and nose open, but whatever, it's fine. Hopefully it'll be fine anyways, I'll manifest that it will. But yeah, I'll let you know how that goes next week i'm trying to think of anything else i have to talk about i need to water my plants i'm sitting here looking at them they're looking kind of sad i watered them i watered them like once or twice a week but it's getting cooler out oh i'm so happy i think we're past the days where it's like so hot you want to melt like your skin is melting off it's a high of 67 today like two weeks ago it was high of 95 and i'm looking forward to fall weather because i think chase and i are leaning more towards october or november when we go to mexico just because of covid we don't want to go there during a flare-up because that's just not smart. And we don't want to go there when it's flaring up here because we don't want to give it to the locals and make it worse there. Because we're not selfish, like some of you. We're not shellfish. I've also been painting more recently. I have been into it for a while now, but I it's like with reading. I just go through phases where I do it, and then I don't, and then I do it, and then I don't, and I'm in the mood, and then I'm not. And especially with quarantine when I'm only inside of my house, I'm just like, I just go through phases. And right now I'm working on a really cool painting. I have all these paintings. I'm looking at them right now. I have one, it's like an abstract piece. One's a really cool sun I did. One's a larger canvas with the evil eye and some suns. One is of Juice World, one's of a moon. Um, yeah, so if you want to buy my painting, hit me up. I'm going to try to make them into prints because I feel like that's what people buy more. And I've had several people tell me they would buy them if they were a print, not a canvas. So, I'm going to look into that. But, um, another thing, quickly before I wrap it up, because holy crap, it's a long one. I have people wanting to sign up to be a travel agent left and right. And I'm just feeling so happy. Like, my hard work is starting to pay off finally and things are just finally starting to fall into place for me and I'm just so thankful my readings my astrology readings have been telling me this so I'm just feeling really great and very thankful I'm going to do some crystal meditations to keep it all coming in 
But I'm just so happy. Things are start, like starting to do well for me. I've been feeling really good. I've just been stressed about money because the family I babysit for, the mom is a nurse, and where she works, there was like 18 cases of COVID, so I had to stop babysitting. But it's down to one again, and that should be gone like soon. So I'm gonna start again this week, I believe. But yeah, I just need money, so it just feels good to do good, you know. I think that's all I have to talk about. I'm gonna wrap it up, even if it's not, because it's been 36 minutes, 24 seconds, and a lot of it just moves too fast. I was gonna tell you the milliseconds, but they moved way too fast. Um, but yeah, I hope you all have a wonderful week. If you listen to it this far, you're a real one. Um, thank you so much. I will talk to you guys later. I hope you enjoyed the new microphone. I know I can adjust the levels and stuff on it, so depending on how this episode sounds, I'm going to do that. I also have different pieces for it for background noise and all that type of stuff, so if it muffles it out a lot, we'll work on it as we go, but it's definitely been better because I got to sit here this whole time and just talk without being interrupted by a nasty microphone noise. Um, I'm going to actually knock on wood because I haven't listened to it back yet. But yeah, um, for me and my dog, Lily, she's sitting right here. We hope you have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you next Wednesday. Wednesday? <laughs> That's when I, you know, it needs to end. Next Wednesday. Anyway, see you later, folks. Have a good one.